T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. You know, obviously they had uh, the incident three days ago. I don't think For a percentage chance, what would you put that opening day starts next year and James Harden is on this Houston Rockets <laughs> roster? Hey, I'm putting that at a 7 out of 10. Okay. I, I, I think, you know, where the smoke does fire. And, you know, James loves the city. He loves those guys on the roster, the young players in Houston. He has ties to the city businesses. His home is here. And, you know, crazy things have happened. So don't call me crazy, but you might be seeing something different. All right. Don't call him crazy, but Kelly Eco of The Athletic down in Houston thinks James Harden's headed back to the Rockets. Welcome back. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Hugh Douglas, Joe Giglio. It is the midday show. Kyle Quinn behind the glass. You guys with us. 215-592-9494. Get your board here. We'll get back to all the conversation on Howie in a second here. But how about that, you? As the Sixers come out of the All-Star break tomorrow, they'll play the Grizzlies tomorrow night and really a big stretch next couple weeks with the schedule tightening up. But... You know, James Harden's had a nice year for the Sixers. He's been better this year than I thought he'd be because I didn't like what I saw down the stretch last year. Mm-hmm. And he's got this contract where he could he could be out after this year. And that reporter down in Houston, I, I, and seems pretty plugged in, gives it a 70% chance he's bolting to go back to the Rockets after this season. That to me, like the one thing that I could never understand about basketball players is, is the way that they think. You know, when you talk about a team that could potentially be a contender to go back to Houston, I, I, I don't, I don't understand that. I don't. Maybe you like, like you said, like the area and everything. I just never understood the psyche of basketball players. Yeah, and I'm trying to figure out where that's coming from because you know, there's always leverage involved. Maybe the Sixers want he wants more money from the Sixers. Maybe. So maybe Houston could become his leverage if he goes back there. The weird thing is they moved. To, I mean. Daryl Morey wanted this guy here. I mean, yeah. it was kind of a plan they for years. Earth, right? Yeah, they moved heaven and earth to get him. And they basically waited. They held on to Ben Simmons, who's his own disaster, until Harden could kind of force his way out of Brooklyn and then made the swap. And for the most part, it's worked out. I mean, Harden is certainly a better player than Ben Simmons and has been a better sixer. But I'll tell you what, you I mean, at his age, if he wants a max contract and the Rockets are to give it to him, I'm not going to cry if he leaves. I'm, I'm not. Yeah. I'm just not going to lose any sleep if James Harden bolts back to Houston. I mean, see you, man. Yeah, and that's what it kind of sounds like. It's about you know trying to use that leverage to go back to a city that you know is. I don't think is. I mean, Houston's nice, but when you talk about the the potential, a chance to to actually be in a, in contention. I think Philly's a better place for you. But, yeah. I mean, hey, you're not going to cry about that if he decides to leave. No, I, I won't cry either. And it's, it's really – it's it's interesting. And I, I'm very – I'm just – I can't wait to see what the reaction here, you, is over the, with the Sixers for the next two or three months because they've – I've been telling you about this. They've gone so far under the radar this season because we opened the Sixers season with the Phillies World Series run. Playoff mm-hmm. run, World Series run. So they were on the back burner. And then the Phillies are done, and the Eagles were undefeated. And then the Eagles were in the midst of you know trying to make it to the Super Bowl, win the division, get home field, make it to the Super Bowl. This entire Sixers season has gone, gone totally under the radar, 
And now, and they play their first game tomorrow night, you would think it's like their time to kind of take the spotlight back a little bit. But I I don't know. I, I think people are just like at arm's length because they've been so disappointing in the playoffs the last, you know, four years. Yeah. And I remember that playoff run a few years ago when uh, you know, Atlanta Hawks came here. It was a disaster. And it was a it was a surprise to everyone. Mm. Because when you look at that matchup, you just knew like the, the the Hawks were up and coming, and Trey Young was coming into his own, and you know playing against the Sixers. I thought it was all about the Sixers, and it, that that was not the case. No, that that was when I. That's I, what, isn't that when the wheels fell off of Ben Simmons? Oh my goodness! I, oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know if there's ever been a moment in sports where everyone collectively said, "I'm done with that guy." No, like can, that. Can I tell you, at, at, from afar, I felt bad for. I was probably the only person that felt bad for Ben Simmons. Because I knew exactly what was about to happen. I was like, oh, no, baby, what is you doing? <laughs> I was like, what is you doing? And I remember telling my, my producer down in the lane, I saw oh, they about to kill him in Philly. I oh, said, he, he, can't go to, he can't go eat nowhere because they're going to spit in his food. The crazy part <laughs> is, and, and Kyle, I, I wonder if you agree with this. I, I would say before that series, we were still at 60-40. 60% of people defended Ben Simmons. They said, yeah. <laughs> he does a lot of things well. It doesn't matter. He doesn't shoot. It went from 60 to zero when that series was over. It no. might have even been like 50-50. Yeah. But I don't think I've ever seen a, a, a bigger swing. Because you're right. It was it was 100% of people on the side of screw I Ben Simmons, get so, him out of here. Like, I don't feel bad for anybody, really. But I felt so bad for him. Because I'm like, this cat can't go to the grocery store. He can't go get his car washed. He can't go nowhere in Philly without somebody saying, yo, you stink. <laughs> He's yeah. a treasure. Yo, Ben Simmons, you stink. Yeah, I didn't feel bad. I, I, I didn't feel bad at all. That guy was No, if you're a not bum. used to, like, could you imagine going to the store, going to the CVS? Yo, Ben, you stink. Wasn't you're someone harassing him in a, in a candy store? Yes, yes. No, like, that's, like, listen, man. Like, that. that is the absolute worst feeling in the world. You know, going somewhere. <laughs> You're not even, you're just minding your own business and somebody just yell out, yo, you stink. Shoot the damn ball. Well, I mean, that, the image, the image. What's wrong with you? The image of the dunk against the Hawks that he passed up, it's burned in my brain. Yes. It's burned in my brain. I mean, all he had to do was dunk the ball and he just, he passed it away. I, it's unbelievable. Even Trey Young was almost like, what is you doing? Did he just baby, really pass oh, that baby, ball? What is you doing? I thank God every day. That I never had to deal with anything like that. You're, you're lucky. on the other side. <laughs> you, yeah, you are lucky. I am so lucky. Cause that that'll break a person. Can you imagine that? A whole city. Like, not just the fan. Everybody in that way, well, everybody's a fan. They just don't like you. It you can't go anywhere. It. it was I'll tell you what, it was exhausting talking about it. Because people defended that guy to the, to the nth degree. It's unbelievable. Celebrate him. Celebrate yeah. all the stuff he does well. That's enough, Glenn. That's <laughs> what enough. has he done well lately? Nothing. He's oh now he now he's bad. I mean he here he was just you know he was up and down, but he was bad. All right, listen to James Hart. A couple weeks ago, he was asked about this report that is now resurfaced again. Uh, what a reporter down used to saying seventy percent chance Harden leaves to go back. Here was Harden a few weeks ago, and and he did not. You know he he could have easily thrown cold water on it. He didn't really do that. Here it is. I'm here. We're we're playing very very well, and yeah, I don't know where that report came from, but um, I'm excited to be here, and we're, we're playing well, and we're continuing to get better. I don't, you know, anytime somebody's stuttering, I, that my my mm. my thing is they might be not be telling the story. I mean, they don't maybe be telling the truth. Yeah, and he didn't say I, I'm, I'm excited start, to be you here. Like, D -d 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 you, you, yeah, you, you know, you're doing that. Yeah, you might. He said you I'm know. here. Like we yeah. we know you're here. You're literally yeah, sitting here. We get it. <laughs> but you know, he didn't say I'm excited to be here. We're building something for the future. I, I'm excited for the next phase of my career. I'm here. Yeah, we we I'm know here that. right now until something changes. <laughs> until someone gives me more money. Yeah, listen, and your reaction to this, 215-592-9494.
Uh, more rumors of Harden potentially wanting to go back to Houston and leaving. And my my reaction is pretty simple. See ya. Like you know I, I, I'm just, I know you know, Joe. You know how many games they won this year? The Sixers? The the Houston Rockets. Oh, I don't know, like 10, 13? 13 games. <laughs> See ya, man. You want to go back? Go back. I I just want to go get my back beaten every night. Nobody comes to the game. I just, you know. Whatever. Well, he's got the, the lifestyle down there. He he appreciated maybe more than here. Houston, Houston's okay. Houston's nice. I went down there for the first time during the World Series. I thought it was an okay city. Yeah, Houston's nice. They have some nice. They have some nice areas. I mean, it's really laid. Like the South is laid back, man. It's 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 not as intense here. I mean, there. So that's probably what he likes because it's it's really really laid back. It's really really. Yeah, and you're right. It is it is pretty intense here. 215-592-9494. All right, let's go back to the phones here. Do you trust Howie Roseman to get it right this time? Clearly and obviously screwed up after the last Super Bowl. Made a lot of poor decisions, and the team suffered. Do you trust him to to do it the right way this time? You does. Kyle does. I, I don't. I need to see this to believe it. It's the one hole in Howie's game sustaining winning. John is in Coatesville. Hey, John. Hey, Joe. Welcome back, you. What's going on, man? How you doing? Hey, John. I'm doing pretty good. You, I'm trying to get on my Howie point real quick. Did you just say you felt bad for Ben Simmons? I did. Listen, listen, man. Because I knew how y'all were going to come at him. I just knew that was going to happen. So, yeah, I felt bad for him. I really did. The man deserves nothing but a world of pain. (laughs) John, he he was – he turned into such – a polarizing figure here, and he was by the end he was he was unplayable. John, you couldn't put him on the court. Amen. But real quick about Howie, I do trust Howie for one reason. Yes, he has made mistakes with his draft picks, maybe a couple free agents, but not as many free agents as with the draft picks. Mm-hmm. But he has learned from his mistakes. Like when he was kicked in the bloom closet by. Dummy Chip Kelly. <laughs> I always think he studied and he got an education too, which helped him a lot. Well, John, he did. No, I, he came back a better general manager from what all that happened. John, we appreciate the phone call. But but here's also p- part of the story. He came back a better GM, but he still screwed up after the Super Bowl. Like this is just it's something that he's never done before. Mm-hmm. And and it's Hugh, it's hard. I mean, it's not just Howie. Having that young quarterback that's cheap is almost a cheat code. You could put all Especially these— nowadays. Yeah, you put Especially all these good players nowadays. around him. So the reality is Howie's not going to have that cheat code anymore, and it's nobody's fault, right? Jalen should get paid. We all agree he's going to get paid. That's fine. But the cheat code is gone, which means Howie's got to be really good at all the little things because he can't just say, oh, I need a corner— I'll just pay James Bradbury. It doesn't yeah. work that way now. Yeah, and 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 that's that's what you're you're hinging it on, man. Is the fact that you know he's getting he's gonna ascend to the point where, you know, for lack of a better way of saying, it, he's not gonna make that mistake of of fumbling mm-hmm. in the Super Bowl. He learns from that mistake, and he can carry this team in situations where you know the defense might be lacking. The thing that I like about him is this: he went toe to toe whether you like it or not, with the best quarterback in the game. And what it came down to was mistakes. Mistakes. When you look at that game, people, mistakes killed the Eagles. Bottom line. But everything else, like up until that point, until those mistakes were made, we were right there. Everybody was feeling good. When that fumble came, it was like, oh, no, that's a mistake. Because you know that the the quarterback that Patrick Mahomes is, that team is going to capitalize on those mistakes. 
And that's exactly what Big Red did, man. Yeah, it's it, when you think back to the game, um, and I heard you, Cameron Richie, this morning talking about is Joe is still not over the game, and, and he was disgusted trying to get over it. it. It is it is amazing how every issue the Eagles had was their own fault. It was their own mistake, Shot right? Yourself in the foot. The 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 Sipos punt, which was a terrible punt. The punt return, which they, I mean, they also could have made a tackle. They didn't make a tackle in the punt return. The Bradbury hold, he like we talked about the other day, he did hold as much yeah. as it was frustrating. The Jalen fumble, say Amalo off, you know, false nothing, start. Like nothing that they did, like you didn't get beat down. Mm-mm. You did not get beat down. You made mistakes that killed you that you could not recover from. And and that's what it was. Like the bottom line, that's what it was. And, and that's why I feel like, you know, you learn from those mistakes and you have an opportunity. You have a chance. You make the right moves in the offseason to be right back in that situation. Well, they do. But Howie's got to make those right moves. 215-592-9494. Eric is up here on WIP. Hey, Eric. Hey, man. How y'all, how y'all doing? What's going it's on, Good man? to hear you, Hugh. Hey, good to be here, man, for real. Thank you so much. Uh, I believe that Howie can do it. Uh, I, I, would, I definitely feel like, you know, he – it's, it's, it's going to be some, some hits. It might be a mess. But my thing is that I know that organizationally, the Eagles like to build through the trenches, O-line, D-line, and I definitely feel like, you know, with Jordan Davis having kind of a underwhelming season, they need somebody next to him. They need a defensive end anyway. So I feel like that guy from uh, Georgia, you know, have a, like, have a D-line of Georgia players and then put – uh, Dean, I think Dean's natural position is weak side. I think he's better there. They can let Kazir White go or whatever and put Dean there. Mm-hmm. But uh, I feel like I trust him. But I know that they, they need to get some more draft capital. They don't have a fourth-round pick, so maybe they can do something. Yeah, I, Eric, it wouldn't surprise pick. me if they trade back from that 10th pick, if they drop back to, like, I don't know, 15, 16 and pick up a couple picks in between. They, they could do that. Eric, what are you thinking on Harden? Well, I, I'm, I mean, I'm ready for him to go. You know, if he wants to go, he can, he can roll. I mean, he's not getting another max contract from the Sixers because they, they're no. They, people say that they're cl- they're better in a better position with Harden, but are they really? Can they beat Boston? Can they beat uh, Milwaukee with Harden? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Mm. Hey, Eric, it's it's amazing. And Eric preached the phone call. See, you that speaks to what I was talking about with the Sixers. It's been. They've obviously had a nice season, right? They look at their record; they're, they're third in the East. They're playing pretty good basketball. No one trusts them here, mm-hmm. and no, I, I don't. I'm, we can talk about it tomorrow a little bit before the game. I don't think people believe in this team. Like you would think, third place in the East, kind of close to the top, people would be a little bit excited. I, everyone's just beaten down by all the years they have they have fallen apart in the second round. A little leery, a little leery. Yeah. But I, I will say this, I, and this is how I look at it at any playoff run. You got to get in. You get in, anything could happen. Who thought the year? I mean, like we just talked about it, the year that that the Hawks got in, that they would go as far as they did. Conference finals. Yeah, they went as far as they did. You just have to get in, man. You you, and that's what when you set your team up, that's basically what you set them up for. You set them up for the opportunity to be in the postseason, so that anything that happens in the postseason is house money. Like they look at it like you're playing for house money, so they're in a great spot to be in the postseason. And when you get in, it's a different game. So maybe maybe any. Anything is possible at that point. Well, you know, I, I appreciate your optimism on the Sixers because I've been beaten I'm down. I, I've been knockouts have been. Someone's got to be optimistic yeah, on the Sixers. Someone, I'm glad we have. I you. am optimistic about sports, man, as a whole. You know, I was listening to my man Ike yesterday. And I was like, damn, Ike brings way sometimes way too much reality to the situation when he was talking about. He the could Eagles. be the reality guy. No, like no, but I, that's what I respect about Ike. I remember having plenty of conversations with Ike where. You know, I'm being optimistic about certain things, and he'll just be like, man, that ain't about to happen. 
And I'm like, damn, you might be right. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, he will. He will bring no, the reality. I'm listening because, listening, like, you know, I'm listening to their show, and I'm thinking, I'm listening to what he said. I'm like, damn, that's that's kind of too much reality for <laughs> just just losing the Super Bowl. Yeah, but, he brings you but, back a little yeah, bit. He brings it all the way back. Yeah, he brings it's it like back. He slaps you right across the lips, like, shut up with that stupid talk. Like, <laughs> you know yeah. what though? I think he's been optimistic on this Sixers team. So maybe we have a couple here running around because I, I know Kyle. There's a lot of. A lot of us are just, you know, it's it's been it's been a half a decade of the same thing. Dope. Yeah. Well, there, there's <laughs> no, one guy who's the, the opposite of optimistic. On no, the I can see that. I can definitely see that. Yeah. No, he's he he does not believe, and and most people don't. Grandpa Howard. Yeah, Bob in Phoenix. But what's up, Bob? Hey, nothing much going on today, guys. Just want to wish you the very very best of luck with your uh, new show, and um, uh, I'm sure you're going to have to feel the, uh, a lot of varying various opinions. Uh, over the years. So uh, strap in and uh, uh, good luck. Thank you, Bob. We're going to have a lot of fun. Yeah. Hey, listen, uh, uh, Joe, I want to, um, I know you're worried about Howie. Can he do this? And I would like to counter by saying that I think the evidence is already there that he can do this. Um, He knew when all these free agents were coming up. And if you look at their roster, um, we'll just start right next backfield that uh, they've got Kenny Gainwell who actually played more in the playoffs uh, than uh, Sanders did uh, at center Kelsey handpicked his uh, his replacement he was a second rated center and on defense obviously they drafted Nicobe Dean who can probably play either linebacker or White or Edwards whichever one they don't keep and at the tackle spot they got Jordan Davis and they got the, a guy that doesn't get a lot of pub but uh, Milton Williams really graded out well with PFF so uh, they've got five guys right there that were backups last year that I think have legitimate legitimate opportunities, and we can have some optimism that they can step right in. They've been on the team for a year, and uh, I think they're good players. And I think Howie saw that coming, and he, he drafted those players with uh, this year in mind. I don't think it's quite as dire as everyone thinks. Bob, I think it's a fair point. They've kind of been planning for this a little bit, right? That's why Davis is here. It's why Dean is here. It's why Jurgens is here. But the one thing is, and I think we have faith, but we don't know if those guys could play yet. I mean, Jordan Davis watched him play a little bit, so I think there's, you know, at least we have some feel for how he plays and he'll get a bigger role. But we haven't watched Dean really play yet. It's just, it's a projection. And Jurgens, we didn't yeah. watch at all. So, Bob, you're right. Like, he's been planning ahead, which all good executives do. But we don't know yet if, if the plan is a good one yet. I would think with well, Kobe Dean, the, the biggest issue would be injuries. Like, because he was injured. He had yeah. a lot of injuries. Well, that's why he, he fell in, in the draft, yeah. apparently. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, you're right, but uh, I guess everyone has to at least have a plan. It's not like uh, I did feel last time he gave out a lot of bad contracts because he panicked. You know, he had no, he had no plan. But, uh, you know, this time I, I don't see that happening. You know, I think we really need, a, obviously, a defensive end and a cornerback. And other than that, we can draft a lot of depth players. And if the players don't pan out, well, then that's the way it goes. But it seems like a lot of people besides Howie think these guys are players. And um, they just haven't had uh, most of them just haven't had the opportunity. I'm much more optimistic with this team than I was with the 17 team. That had nothing to do with Carson Wentz going off the rails. That just it seems like they had they have a plan for sustaining excellence, and the NFC stinks, so that helps too. Well, Bob, it does, and that that's kind of the silver lining, Bob. Appreciate it, but but I, just to go back to that though, there was a lot of optimism here after 17 that they would do it again. Like that, I think it's a little revisionist history, but but you the the NFC 
is certainly like I, I think when Howie wakes up and looks at his you know his board of like big free board, agents, the big draft board, he has to have a little section that says NFC and he's got the teams there and he's probably smiling like all right, yeah. that's my competition. Yeah, because 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 you like I said, you build your team to get out of your division first, and so you're looking at their strengths and their weaknesses, and you try to build your team to counter all of that. So yeah, you you're sitting there and you're hoping to sweet little baby Jesus. That they pay Daniel Jones all that money and keep him there. Forty five. Yeah, you you hope to Jesus they keep they keep him there playing quarterback, and you hope he acts well. Not really, because then that means you're going to pay Jalen a whole lot of money. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying. You hope you pay Jalen first, and then yeah, they pay got, him the yeah, same. Got, yeah, yeah, it makes you, yeah, it puts a little pressure on you to get a, get his deal done. Yeah, it, it certainly changed things. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Let's go to uh, we got Lenny here, Conchaka. What's up, Lenny? What's going on, boys? How are you? What's going on, man? Ah, I'm glad. I'm glad to hear you guys. You guys sound good together. Thank you, brother. Thanks, Lenny. What are you thinking today? All right, so I've got the utmost uh, confidence in Howie. So up first, you kind of – I was going to talk about the vision last, but I'll go first since you're talking about it. Um, if you look at the Giants, they're losing their entire specialty players. Their, their entire receiving course free agents. Their running backs free agent. Their quarterback is free agent. The, the commanders are just lost. The Cowboys are pretty much in cap hell. So if you want to talk about getting sustained success, getting the division every single year is the way to get about that. How do you feel about that first? Yeah, I, and you've been speaking about this all morning. You're right. The, 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 and that's part of the reason why you, I thought your teams, um, you know, about 20 years ago had so much success because you guys, the first thing was you dominated the division. I mean, yeah. every year, and, and it's funny, no one's done this since that team, right? Since the 0304 Eagles, nobody has won back-to-back division titles. But that was the key. I mean, every year it started, it was like, all right, we know the Eagles will win the NFC East, and then the whole thing from there is how far could you go. But that's that's everything. Yeah, that that's that was the mantra that Coach Reed used to preach to us all the time. Hey, first of all, win your division. Again. And after that, all bets are on. <laughs> like so, at that point. Yeah, so so like so dominating that goes, right? So going with this, for the first time in my entire life, I'm thirty five years old. I can say with hundred percent confidence that we have a top five quarterback in the NFL. And top five quarterbacks find a way to get to the playoffs every single year. Now, Howie has found a way to continue to bring assets in. One thing that's being underlooked very, 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 very much by everyone is the amount of compensatory picks we're going to get for all the people we lose. So everybody is waiting like, we have no picks this year. We have no picks this year. Wait till you see how he's going to move some of these threes. We're going to get a three for Dillard. We're going to get probably two fours for uh, Hargrave, uh, uh, whoever it may be. And we're going to get some of these guys in. Guys, Howie's got it. He's going to bring it in here. Relax. We've got the most aggressive, fundamental general manager in the game right now. Enjoy this dominance. Go Birds. Love it, Lanny. Appreciate it. Um, and and he, he brings up a good point there. You the competitory picks. But that that won't convey till next year, right? They'll lose Bradbury. They'll lose Yeah, that Diller. won't kick in until next year. But but to his point, you're, you're adding pieces. Yes. You're adding pieces. Uh, I, I think the most important thing to do this year is you, you have to remain competitive. You know, and that was the one thing with with when with the teams that I was on here, is that that's what we did, Manny. We, when we went on the run, we ended. We we, re, we remained competitive. Yeah, and, and you know what? They had the ability your, your teams back in the day to lose pieces and still figure it out. Like yes. there were, we were talking earlier before the show, Dave Spadaro wrote a piece over at the, at the Eagles website, kind of comparing this team to like '01, right? That around that time, and you guys lost pieces. It wasn't like you had the same exact team '01, '02. But you, you, whoever they added, you know, whether it be Blaine Bishop, Barber, like th- those guys filled in and it worked. So 
and we were still able to be be a competitive team yes. and, and win the division and get in the playoffs. That's what it is. But I will say this. The one thing that, that how we did with this team that made me a little jealous, they went out and got a damn receiver, though. They got a couple of them things, boy. That that like the one the all the teams that we had, that was the one area where we we did not we had some decent ones, but not like the ones they have now. No, I mean not even close. <laughs> not man, even listen, close. Man, listen, and you know, you get a little you know, you get a little jealous when you're an older player. You look at that and be like, damn. If we just had an AJ, AJ Brown or Devontae. If we had a Devontae Smith, man, we'd be we'd be four Super Bowls in right now. But that's in the past. Yeah. Let it go. Let it go. Yeah, and I'm he, not bitter well, at all. It doesn't sound like you're bitter. I ain't bitter at all, dog. One thing you're gonna learn about me, I bring it up, and it's gonna sound like it's hate in my heart. But that that ain't hate. That's just uh-huh. me reflecting. Just an observation. That's just me reflecting and maybe hating a little bit. <laughs> Tiny bit. Tiny there bit. There we go. We got it. <laughs> yeah, up. we 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 got it out there. I'm gonna there. keep it real. Now I've been hating a little, but it's like, damn, Howie, where was you at when we was trying to win these these division titles? And y'all are talking about, hey, we got we got enough. The hell if we do? Well, they did. You didn't. You didn't. The hell if we do? You did not. 215-592-9494. It's how you hop in. lot to talk about here on this Wednesday. Howie Rosewood five years ago screwed it up. He admitted it. Did not do a good enough job after the Super Bowl you know, championship of keeping that team on top. Do you trust Howie to get it right this time? Hugh does. Kyle does. I, I don't. I need to see it. It's the one hole in Howie's game, and I'm a big Howie fan, but it's a hole in his game sustaining excellence. 215-592-9494. Sounds like there's more rumors James Harden could leave. I'm not going to cry if he walks out, goes back to Houston. We'll discuss that. And coming up, Elliot Shore Parks will join us in studio. We'll get his take on Howie this offseason and his opinion on the Sixers as well. All your calls coming up. 215-592-9494 on Sports Radio 94 WIP. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.